0: What do you do when life is coming at you from all different directions? Life is tough. Storms in life are inevitable. What do you do when those storms are bearing down on you? Hi neighbor, I want to welcome you to an unplugged episode of Anchors of Encouragement. My name is Tim Maudlin, husband, adoptive parent, Bible Class Teacher, and Ambassador of Encouragement. I've shared this quote on the podcast before. It's by one of my favorite authors, Andy Andrews. I'll paraphrase the quote. In speaking about the storms of life, he said, We are all either in a storm, coming out of a storm, or about to go into a storm. When you think about that, it's a true statement. We're all either in one, coming out of one, or about to go in one. The fact that we are living on this planet means that we can't escape storms. They're a fact of life. But how do we deal with those storms? Especially when they're bearing down on us. When they're coming at us from all different directions. I'm imagining today that there is someone listening who is going through a storm and they could use some encouragement. I have found that whenever I'm in need of encouragement, it's time to put a principle in play and seek to encourage someone else. That's what I'm hoping to do with this unplugged episode. To share some observations with you in the hope that you will find some encouragement uh, from these thoughts. As I'm recording this, I have just finished a 100-day challenge. This was a personal challenge that I had decided to do for myself it's 100 days of focusing on the Psalms. In fact, I've gone beyond the 100 days because I have been teaching in our adult class at church, the Psalms for almost six months now. But this 100 day challenge that I decided to do, I wanna read to you what the premise behind this challenge was. I wrote to myself, over the next 100 days, I'm creating a list of psalms that speak to specific emotions and feelings. I'm also working on a series of journaling prompts and affirmations based on those psalms. One of the reasons I took this challenge on was to create content for this podcast. Since I'm just concluding the 100 days, I don't really have the focus, if you will, on looking back to see all the things that I've gained from this challenge. But today there is an observation that I want to share with you, something that has really stood out to me as I dug deep into the Psalms during these hundred days and during these almost six months now that I've been teaching them. This one thing is what I'm hoping to in part to you so you can be encouraged and know how to deal with storms in your life. I realized when I was starting this class and then beginning this 100-day challenge that there was no way I could look at every psalm. There are 150 psalms. And even if I took the 119th, there was no way I could really pull out everything from that psalm. So what I did was to cherry pick the psalms, if you will. I looked for psalms that were popular with a lot of people. I looked for psalms that I I was aware of to begin with. And then I started to see if there were different connections that I could make. Now what I did, or one of the things I did that is the, the tip I want to, to share with you today, is I found it really helpful to sit with the text. Many of you probably participate or have participated in Bible reading plans. What I'm about to say is in no ways meant to disparage those plans. One of the drawbacks that I have experienced when I've done these is the temptation to read through the daily assignment without really thinking about what I've read. What I did with the Psalms is as I came across a verse that jumped off the page that for whatever reason spoke to me on that particular day. I sat with that text. I sat with that verse. And by that what I meant. By that what I mean I should say. Is that. I would typically copy the verse down. And by copying it down. It forced me to slow down. And focus on the words. I might read the, the verse. Copy the verse. And let that be it for that particular day. Some days I would come back to that verse again and do the same thing. I would copy it down, slow down. Think about what it was saying to me. I don't know how many Psalms I actually got through. I actually have a, a mind map, if you will, of, of what I've covered. And then I have in my journal the Psalms that I have looked at. I didn't miss a day. I didn't miss a day in 100 days. And that's not to pat myself on the back. That's just uh, was a way, this challenge was a way to help keep me focused on the task at hand. But saying I didn't miss a day didn't mean I necessarily went to a different psalm every day. Some days I repeated the same psalm, maybe the same verse. Sometimes I even went back a few days or even a couple of weeks and picked up on a psalm that i had been reading and thinking about and some new observation occurred to me and that's what i mean about the benefit of sitting with the text and what i want to do is share a few observations about this process itself in the hopes that you can use this technique, when you're facing storms, and how you can use this technique to give you peace of mind when life is anything but peaceful. There's a pamphlet that I, I came across as I was preparing for this study, and I want to share a, a passage from this pamphlet. I, to give credit to it, it's a, a entitled How to Read Psalms, Psalms in God's Presence, published by uh, Bristol Works Incorporated, Rose Publishing, Inc. It's just a simple pamphlet that I picked up a few years ago and really never looked at too closely. But as I was reading this one section, the words jumped off the page. And you're going to understand as I read it. This particular section of the pamphlet is talking about memorization. It says, for hundreds of years, believers have memorized the scriptures, especially the Psalms. Memorization is a tool that God uses to speak to us. When we are grasped by sorrow, despair, anguish, fear, or temptation, all of those memorized verses will come back to us. God speaks to us through them in unexpected ways. And this is the passage that jumped out. They become anchors for our wandering minds and hearts i had named the podcast already before i came across this passage but it was another one of those clues that okay this is something that needs to be talked about people need anchors of encouragement not only individuals who can be your anchors but we need to be able to look into scripture and find the biblical mindset support the anchors that scriptures Can provide for us when we're going through difficult times. This podcast is Biblical Mindset Support for Adoptive Parents. I'm speaking primarily to adoptive parents, but I realize and I've been told that a lot of the things that are talked about on this podcast not only apply to adoptive parents, but to other people going through stuff, dealing with things in their lives. It's meant to encourage not only adoptive parents. But anyone who needs encouragement when they're dealing with life. Let me share with you three different Psalms. Three different Psalms that I sat with the text and then made connections. And that's one of the things that occurred to me. This is another observation from my 100 days. I started to see connections between different Psalms and how they were saying the same thing Similar things, but slightly nuanced in different ways. It really helped me as I sat with that to understand what God was trying to say to me. And what I'm hoping to do as I share these verses is to be a conduit of encouragement for you. Whether we meet or not is irrelevant. The point is, if I can be a conduit for this for God's Word, and let it do what it's intended to do. I believe all Scripture is inspired. I believe it's sharper than any two-edged sword. I believe that Scripture will not return to God void. It will accomplish the purpose intended by God. If I can simply be a conduit for that, this podcast and the efforts that are ongoing with it will be worth it. Let me share with you three different Psalms, just some passages that I picked out from my own studies these past uh, 100 days and just share with you what uh, God was saying to me through these psalms. The first one is in Psalm 143. Psalm 143 is a psalm of David. I'm not going to read the entire psalm, but what I would encourage you to do is to uh, take this psalm. It's only 12 verses. To read it, sit with the text yourself and see what speaks to you. The verse I want to draw your attention to is in verse 8. Psalm 143, verse 8. Let me hear of your unfailing love each morning, for I am trusting you. Show me where to walk, for I give myself to you. When you're going through a storm in life, one of the things that can be beneficial, and this is one of the things that occurred to me as I sat with this text, is to appeal to God For him to reveal his unfailing love to us. And then acknowledge that you're trusting in him. And when you trust in him, he's going to show you where to walk. Let me share another psalm with you. This is in Psalm 31. Psalm 31 is also a psalm of David. And this time I want to draw your attention to verse 15. Psalm 31 verse 15. Actually, let's pick up in verse 14. A little context. Again, it's a situation where David is going through something difficult in his life. Sometimes we are given the historical event that he's referring to. Uh, Sometimes not. This is one of those Psalms where it's not recorded for us. But in verse 14, he says, I am trusting you, O Lord, saying, you are my God. In the previous verses, he's just acknowledged things aren't good. But he says, I am trusting you. Again, notice the connection. Psalm 143 verse 8 talks about trust. Psalm 31 verse 15 talks about trust. Look at verse 15. My future is in your hands. In Psalm 143 8, he says, you're going to show me the way to go. Psalm 31, my future is in your hands. The final Psalm I want to share with you today is in Psalm 121. Psalm 121 is part of a group of 15 psalms called the Psalms of Ascent. This particular psalm, there is not an author given for us. Most or some of these psalms, I should say, have been written by David, one by Solomon. The rest are unnamed. This particular one, Psalm 121, is unnamed. Just to begin with verse 1, I look up to the mountains, does my help come from there? My help comes from the Lord who made heaven and earth. He will not let you stumble. The one who watches over you will not slumber. Indeed, he who watches over Israel never slumbers or sleeps. The Lord himself watches over you. The thing that spoke to me in this verse, or this psalm, I should say, is that when storms are coming in our lives, when they are bearing down on us, we have, at to, we have to, at times, take a break. We, we have to get away from it, if at all possible. We can look for our help and know our help comes from God. And the thing that I find comforting here is that I can go to sleep at night, even when there's a storm swirling around. I can sleep because God never slumbers. God never sleeps. He doesn't get tired. He's always working. And so when you put these things together, God's faithful love is manifested to us. We trust in God. He's going to show us the way. Our future is indeed in His hands. Let's get to a Daily Doable for this particular episode. And I think this is one that I really want to encourage you to try in your lives. Whenever you come across a verse in God's Word that speaks to you, sit with the text. Don't gloss over it. Sit with it. Stay with it. Meditate on it. I like to journal it. Copy it down. Focus on the words and let them speak to you. What I found myself doing a lot of times was sitting with the text and then maybe a few days later coming back to that same text and understanding things that i didn't see at first it's amazing when you take the time to let these verses work on your heart and to direct your life so if you're going through a storm and i know we all are look for verses like this like these that can comfort you sit with the text let them speak to you and i believe you will experience encouragement I believe you will experience the peace that surpasses understanding that Paul talks about in Philippians 4, verses 6 and 7. I hope this episode has been encouraging to you. I know just reflecting on these ideas and sharing them with you has encouraged me. I'll be sharing more about these observations from my 100-day challenge in future episodes, but that's all for now. Until next time, this is Tim encouraging you to do what you can now.